24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can reach me at fred at wspd.com. You can't reach Fred today. He's on vacation. He's sleeping in. Not well, though, because I woke him up at 5. <laughs> Neil McKinnon woke him up at like uh, 6.30. I'm going over there after the show. Perfect. We started just by knocking on his windows. That's what, that's what we did. That's right. Hey, it's Kevin Mullen, Matt Killam, sitting in for Fred LaFever in the Fred LaFever Studios here on 1370 WSPD. It's Mayor Monday on a Friday. And uh, so we talked with the mayor of Rossford, Neil right. McKinnon. We talked with the mayor of Toledo, Wade Kapsikavich. And we talked with the mayor of Waterville, Tim Pedro. So it just feels it's a, appropriate. It's a natural transition. A natural. We need we need one more mayor. That's right. Can we call him the mayor of green space? Is that an I appropriate think we have, title? Unbeknownst to him uh, earlier on the show. So the mayor of public green space. Dave Zink, am I pronouncing that correctly? It's that is correct. And actually, I think that's one of the nicer things that you two have ever called me. Zink. So I, will, I will gladly <laughs> yeah. accept Mayor of Green Space. Zink. I, I love how you're not sure how to say your own boss's name. That's right. This is great. Yeah. And also, you guys are getting legit. I, I heard on the way in here, you got your own theme song now. This is, this is big starting time, to become man. something yeah. real. I don't mean to brag, but uh, I do the weather now. I don't know if you're, I, I've been promoted. Okay. From, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we're going to see, can I, can I just ask that whatever happens over the next 22 minutes on this show, that it shows up in Matt's performance review? Uh, well, that, that is coming up soon. So yes, let's, yeah. let's, we'll, we can grade Matt's performance today and, yeah. and th there will be some reflection on his pay. Perfect. Sure. Oh. Perfect. People are being paid. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, so we've been talking to, obviously we're talking to mayors about their community. And one of the questions we ask is if you ran into somebody that that's never been to Rossford or Toledo or Waterville, you know, how do you describe it? And so I guess I'd ask the same question to you. If you run into somebody that's, that's never been in Northwest Ohio and never been to the Metro parks, how do you, how do you try to describe what, what's been built here? Well, firstly, uh, knowing that you talk to all the, the mayors from around the region, you know, we have the benefit of serving every one of their residents. And, and that's a, a real, uh, a real benefit that we bring to Northwest Ohio and, and frankly, an, uh, an obligation that we take pretty seriously. But Metro Parks, at the end of the day, we do two things. We preserve and, and conserve, sometimes create the region's most significant open space and natural areas. And then we find really creative and unique ways to connect people into them, encouraging outdoor recreation and, and fun. So we are a really uniquely a part of Northwest Ohio and, and really part uh, of the brand and, and sort of cultural heritage of who we are as, as Toledoans and Northwest Ohioans. I'm just writing that down. You you need to know that. Yeah, sure. What uh, what are you what are you most proud of? So how long have you been uh, yeah, since since you were elected the mayor of Green Space? <laughs> that's well, right. That goes back, I think, at least two or three minutes now. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> a I, big win. I've so, been yeah. I've been fortunate enough to be with the Metro Parks for about sixteen years, and as a director now, I think for six or seven. But Dave, you are a transplant, right? So to give uh, the audience who may not know uh, or care. Uh, a little bit of your history. You are from where? Yeah, I'm not an Ohioan uh, originally. I grew up all over the place. Dad, I, I'm sort of the, I think the Army brat version of a General Motors uh, mm -hmm. son. So dad was in charge of cost accounting for General Motors growing up, which meant two or three years in a location and we were we were on the move again. So sure. spent a lot of time on the East Coast. And, you know, interestingly, there aren't park systems like what exists in, in Ohio and many other uh, portions of the country. And so a, a special park district, which is what Metro Parks is referred to, which is kind sort of a special uh, arm of government. 
that that form of park system and, and form of governance, generally speaking, just really doesn't exist in, in many other places of the country. So this was really a, a unique experience for me coming mm-hmm. back to Northwest Ohio. I really didn't know. I have no idea how I, I talked 16 years ago them into, <laughs> into giving me a job. Your academic path was into public service, was into, into accounting? Was no, into not what? public service at all. I was uh, initially trained to be a landscape architect, had a okay. uh, bachelor of science degree, uh, but ultimately ended up getting a master's degree in public administration once I fell in love with the Metro Parks in Northwest Ohio. Okay. And then it was a natural or, or immediate love affair? Or were there, was there an aha moment, as people say? What... what 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 was that? Yeah, no, I, I, so I started actually, my first job was the park manager of Wildwood. And again, I had no idea what I was doing. I really thought it was going to be a short-term stint. But probably about six months in, I remember telling my wife, you know, this this organization and this region is amazing and I want to I want to make a career out of it. And, and so, her response was, stop talking to me. She, yeah, I think she said, what's for dinner? Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, you know, when you when you think about... I guess I, you know, we lived in Texas for a few years and, mm-hmm. and you go to, you know, we were in Dallas and you go to this big city and big market and you expect that everything is, is, I think I just sort of expected everything was going to be bigger and better. And I loved Toledo when I left, but I yeah. was amazed, like the parks, I, truthfully. And I say this, even when you're not in the room, like, and we won awards for it, right? World-class park system. Like it's a real gift to our community that I think it's so easy for us to overlook because you know, I grew up going to Wildwood and so it's just Wildwood, but like, there's so much to explore there. And then it's just, and you've added a ton of parks just since, you know, the last few years. So, you know, what other markets have that you've seen have something that you're like, Hey, all right, they're the ones we're chasing. We gotta, we gotta get what they got. Yeah, well, we do a lot of benchmarking, but the the fact of the matter is, you're right. You know, we've got an amazing team at Metro Parks, and just a couple of years ago, we were named the best park district in the entire country. So uh, it sounds a little bit boastful, but but we have become literally the gold standard. And a lot of people look to Northwest Ohio and look to the Metro Parks to figure out uh, how to do what we do. And we've got an amazing team. You know, to your point, we have really grown over the last few years. One of the things I think that our team is really proud of. If you go back in our history, we're, we're nearly 100 years old as an agency. So we're, Matt and I are fortunate enough to, to really carry the, the freight that we do on, on some degree based on the great work of those that have, become, that have come before us. But one of the things that we've really done over the last few years is made an intentional shift to the audience that we serve. And as a 100-year-old agency, most of our parks for that time period were really not in Toledo. They were in western Lucas County. They were in rural portions of our community. And, and we made the intentional shift a few years ago to really pivot come downtown and make sure that we were serving everyone across Lucas County and and created a goal to do that by opening a, a metro park within five miles of every resident in the entire region. And uh, during the pandemic, actually, we made that made that happen in North Toledo when we opened Manhattan Marsh. So I think one of the things we're really proud of is not just that growth in general, but the fact that we have now a more equitable portfolio of parks and are able to connect with everyone across the county. He's Dave Zank, uh, director of the Metro Parks Toledo, mayor of public green space in Northwest Ohio. Uh, When we come back, I want to talk about the future, what's coming for the Metro Parks. I'm also, I love, and every chance I get to talk to you about this, I just, I love talking to you about how everything that we see and love in the Metro Parks is actually like the opposite of your mission. And so kind of how you balance the, like you're, you're there to protect green space, but how do you balance putting a bike path or putting a walking trail or putting a playground in um, and, and, where does that middle ground, you know, why do you, why do you do that? 
So uh, we'll do that. But first, yes. meteorologist Matt Killam. Yeah, thank you. Um, there is a 100% chance that Dick Butkus will not care about the weekend's weather. Wow. Wow. That That's way too soon. Okay. Way too soon. I, there's possible that his family's listening. Yeah, absolutely. It's unlikely. <laughs> uh, currently, it is, you know what? I'm going to be optimistic and say it's already 60 degrees here in downtown Toledo at 845 on 1370 WSPD. Five of the more interesting stories every weekday on the Scott Sancho just after 5 o'clock. News Radio 1370 and 92.9 FM. Welcome back into the program. Cruising into the end of hour number three. Kevin Mullen and Matt Killam hanging out in the studio along with our good friend Dave Zenk, who we've deemed the mayor of green space. Public, uh, public green space. I'm sorry. I mean. Yeah. That's a to- it's an entirely different position. Is there a different mayor of private green space? <laughs> uh, yeah. And he was not available. She <laughs> totally unavailable. booked today. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. We, we they tried. actually work. So yeah. Dave is in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dave, right before the break, I'd mentioned that this this idea that, you know, when I look at the work you guys do and I've heard you talk and, and I'm, you know, butchering kind of what you've said before. But mm-hmm. but when you when you put a a path through a park, that's the opposite of preservation of the land. Why do you do that? So here's a simple answer. People value what they experience. Right. So we have to get people to recreate. We have to get people to, to have these really unique experiences in nature so that they value them more. They, they value these important open spaces. And Matt, we've talked about this in the past and you know this story, but as a, as a young kid, my first job uh, was awful, mm-hmm. but I did it because it was a means for an end. I didn't grow up in a nature loving family. We didn't, we didn't recreate nature, but I found early on in life a love for fishing. Okay. My first job was a means to an end so I could buy a canoe, stick it in my dad's old truck and take it out all over Northern Michigan and fish. And so that simple, uh, opportunity taught me that that notion that people value what they experience. So when we do some of these things, it's it's really a hook, if you will, to get them into nature to appreciate and support these great natural areas that we have all across Northwest Ohio. So one of the classic examples recently that I think is really transactional people get uh, is the Treehouse Village. So we built and operate the Treehouse Village, and we did so in the Oak Openings region. And that was intentional because the Oak Openings region could be argued as one of the most significant natural areas, frankly, in the world. Uh, and we, we, we cited this experience there. It's one of the coolest things that we've built in the last few years. But again, it was a means to get people into the Oak Openings region to get them to appreciate this sensitive habitat and help us protect even more of it, which is ultimately what we do. It's Dave Zenk, the director of Metro Parks Toledo. Um, Dave, as you look to the future, You've got your crystal ball. Uh, what's coming uh, that Toledo can be excited about with Metro Parks? And, and what are you most excited about as you look to the future of Metro Parks Toledo? Yeah, great question. So we, we talked earlier that Metro Parks has, uh, has been named the best park district in the country. And our next lofty ambition was is to create the country's best river walk. And that's what we're, we're currently working on. There's uh, really a plan, the Downtown Toledo Master Plan, which was created uh, with our current mayor and a lot of other civic leaders and business leaders in the community talked a lot about the creation and revitalization of the core of our downtown. And that's what we're currently uh, working on. We've got a plan right now for 300 acres of new open space to create a five mile multi-purpose Riverwalk trail on both sides of the river downtown. So we have, uh, we've started that. We're in uh, into this, the second and third phase, which are, are currently uh, now open and under construction. Glass City Metro Park, if you haven't been, has been a real, a real hit. We've 
for uh, what three months now, yeah, Matt. We've right. been we've been open, and in the first two months, we've we've welcomed a quarter million visits, uh, and the analytics are great. Firstly, we built that park in particular and these river walks to serve the downtown neighborhoods. There's six individual neighborhoods that surround this river walk, and they are coming. Those neighbors neighbor uh, neighborhood are, are really showing up. Four three six zero five zip code was by far and away the number one visitor during that time period. But the, after that, it was everyone. So we had over 100 different zip codes uh, from 19 different states visit visit that park. So it's becoming a regional destination. And in its own right, it is a conservation initiative. You got to think these are brownfield sites where we've produced uh, energy and, and had a, a coal-fired power plant on. There was a rolling steel mill at one point. So these are highly degraded properties that, again, this is a conservation initiative. We've planted tens of thousands of trees already. And we'll continue the restoration efforts for the next few years. Dave, I was uh, uh, scrolling through Facebook uh, yesterday, which is not something I would encourage others to do. Uh, but I, I was re reminded sort of um, by the sentiment that people are, are heavily taxed, which uh, I, can, I can understand. Can you talk a little bit about um, the funding model, uh, not just of the Riverwalk, but I, I guess as we've been talking in today's vernacular, uh, about administration. So during your administrative time from the foundation to the complexity of the funding of the Riverwalk, uh, why is this a little bit different than your regular governmental model? Sure. Well, firstly, you know, as, as you know, Matt, we, we do benefit greatly from the, the loyalty of, of Lucas County taxpayers, and we don't take that for granted, but we do everything possible that we can to leverage that support and allow it to manifest in, in even greater ways. So we did start our, our own private foundation a few years ago to allow people to to through their generosity to support the work that we do even more the the treehouse village that we talked about earlier mm -hmm. is an example of that it was t totally privately funded and now operated off of the revenue that it that it, it, it itself generates so that's an example of how we're we're actually doing more than we could otherwise if it was just taxpayer dollars uh the riverwalk that we're talking about actually our commitment to the community was if the if the region was interested in funding the first 50 percent of that project that we would earn the second 50 percent and we're well on our way to to doing that now Three quarters of the funding for that has has been secured. What's earn mean? We've brought in about forty million dollars so far in outside state and federal grants into this community, including uh, a twenty-five million dollar federal transportation grant, which was awarded a few years ago to fund the current phase of construction. And we've we've also been supported by about fifteen million dollars in in private uh, philanthropy through mm -hmm. our foundation for mm -hmm. this project. So. Uh, we're leveraging that that local support and and really extending its reach and its impact to to be able to support all the great work that we're doing across Northwest Ohio. Dave Zenk with the Metro Parks uh, this weekend. Regardless of the forecast that you've heard from Matt uh, all morning, get out, get outside, enjoy the community, enjoy the Metro Parks. Our question of the day: We have to ask you, worst sidekick Ooh. of all time. Worst all time. sidekick. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is I got an obscure one. You remember uh, David Letterman, The Night Show? Yes. Yep. Do you remember the goofball that he had on as his, his sidekick, Paul Paul uh, Schaefer? Yeah. Let me see your Google. Let me see your phone and your Google. I did not Google that. That was off the top of my head. Okay. I I don't hate it. Yeah. Sure. That's it's good. I, it's out. It's it's obscure. Yeah. Not as obscure as Aaron Burr. Yeah. No. The what the wacky one was the uh, Aaron Burr. That has to be Mayor Wade. Y yes, it was. Uh, <laughs> How did yeah, you know? Yes. But even more obscure than that one was the cartoon character who was a heavy set guy who turned into a a spacecraft uh, alien uh, vessel. Yeah. A uh, yeah. saucer flying That's saucer. Right. Forgive me. That's, That's right. right. Flying saucer. Was that? Man. Also Same. Wade. 
also uh, yeah so uh, i have not asked i don't know if i've asked you the question i certainly haven't answered the question we're rolling out of here pretty quickly i've got a, a real hot take on this and i've been waiting now three hours to, to give it Can it's not... it's I, for me like i i mean i it's cliche but i have like it's robin yeah yeah sure. it's, it's just robin right? right like i think like when you think about sidekick yeah. you you go robin so he's got to be the worst it yeah. is chewbacca a no one understands what he's saying or she i don't know the gender of chewbacca uh he uh or she has got to be just dropping just wads of hair all over the the ship right oh the shower drain yeah, right and name one positive thing he has done uh for to, to fight off the empire or anything like that nothing he's a giant Kevin, rat. you're getting a glimpse of my everyday. You're welcome. I'm sorry. talking about That's Chewbacca's right. shedding. Yeah, I'm sorry. Is. Yeah. Oh, unlike the genius of Paul Schaefer, a band leader. <laughs> hey, thanks to all of our guests for being on the program today for Mayor Monday. Thanks, of course, to Dave Zank, the mayor of Public Green Space here in Northwest Ohio. Uh, Neil McKinnon, the mayor of Rossford. Wade Kapsikavich, the mayor of Toledo. And Tim Pedro, the mayor of Waterville. Bringing a little slice of Waterville here to downtown Toledo. Thanks also uh, to my brilliant co-host, my partner in crime, way more than just a sidekick, my good friend, Matt Killam. Uh, and we appreciate you for tuning in as well. Thanks for being a part of the program. Uh, and we will see you again. We'll, we'll talk again on Monday. Uh, and a hello to Greg Hermes. Have a great day. Make it a great weekend. Get outside.